You're listening to the Homegrown Faith Podcast. I'm Joe Clark, and I'm chatting with my fellow pastor and friend, Richard Sweatman, about God, the Bible, and life lived growing our faith in Jesus. This podcast is coming to you from Hunter Bible Church in Newcastle. Hey there, Joe. Great to be chatting with you again. Um, yeah, how are you yeah. doing? I am well, thank you, Richard. Doing very well. It's a windy day, but which always stresses me out a little bit. I don't know why. I don't know. It's just a noise. I, I like quiet days, so noisy, windy days. Anyway, it, it's mm, it's ridiculous, yep. really. Um, but you, <laughs> did you get to the, the air show? We did, yes, after I thought I'd share with you and the listeners how that went. Um, the Warbirds <laughs> over Scone, and it was a real adventure, yeah. We did the drive up on the L's, so I had a lot of trucks overtaking us on the, <laughs> the freeway. That was fine. Um, and uh, <laughs> got there, the and there were... There were indeed many planes and aviation enthusiasts. Um, Great. I thought uh, a, a highlight was the um, the Grumman Avenger flying slowly and majestically through the sky, a very important Ooh. plane from World War II. Um, but uh, one highlight, most spectacular, I think, was a, uh, and I have to concentrate as I explain this, a stunt plane, a biplane, um, going along the ground, maybe three meters off the ground, kind of sideways um, on its on its edge, um, with the smoke pouring out along the length of the runway, and then flying underneath a motorcyclist that had jumped up a ramp and spun round in the air and landed on the ramp the other side. <gasps> that, <laughs> that was spectacular. I was thinking. This feels dangerous, <laughs> but uh, very impressive. <laughs> so the plane was was very close to the ground and the motorbike very close. went over yep. the plane. Over the plane, <laughs> yeah. This was real like adrenaline stuff. So, um, uh, wow. yeah, that was a highlight. I was, I was just glad everyone survived. <laughs> I suppose that's the point to uh, <laughs> yeah, the entertainment value. Um <laughs> Wow, My and how did Alex find it? Loving the planes. Yeah, he was paying attention to yep. all the planes. He knew what they all were. He could tell the story of them and the role they played in the various conflicts and, and stuff. I, I admit I, oh, I paid attention wow. for a while, but I did also take a book, and so he was a bit <laughs> embarrassed of me. I was like, yeah, you know, that plane's gone past once or twice. I'm going to just keep on reading here. So That's enough. Um, <laughs> yes. A, uh, yeah, slight embarrassment to him, but uh, no, he had a good time. We saw the planes. Yeah, we were part of it all. And uh, so, yeah, it was a good experience. That does sound fun. So, that does sound, I imagine he <laughs> was just in his element. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. one of these days you might go to an air show with a, with a friend or family member, Joe, and have that experience. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I grew up, my dad had a small aircraft and an air, we had an airstrip on our property. And so, my dad was mm. a big plane enthusiast, and so yes, mm. used to having plane chats um, with people. Yeah, you know, but uh, yeah, it would be it's fun. a real mm. a country thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And uh, but, but Joe, um, what but have you been up to? I have to tell you about a movie. Oh, we just talked at the same time. Sorry, um, I have to tell you about a movie I just watched um, this week, which I found mm -hmm. so good. I don't know if you've watched it before. It's called The Green Book. Have you watched it? No. No. Okay. Okay. So it's won a bunch of awards, which is never the test for me about whether something is good or not, because movies can yeah, win yeah. awards and then I watch them and think, what? That that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, <laughs> but this but this movie is 
is excellent. It's sort of based on a true story. I don't know how closely. I haven't done the Google whether it was actually true and all the, um, you know, controversy afterwards about whether it actually was true or not. Haven't done that. So I'm just letting it be happy mm-hmm. and true in my life. Um, it's essentially the story of a um, Italian guy from New York and um, and he meets this African-American man who is incredibly um, cultured and an excellent concert pianist. And this concert pianist is needing a driver to take him around to a series of shows in the South of America. And it's pitched, mm-hmm. I think, in the 50s. I can't remember exactly what it is. It, it's, yeah. it's a period um, movie. And I just didn't really yeah. even care about those details. But essentially it's the story of their friendship as this Italian man realises what this incredibly um, intelligent, cultured African-American man faces in terms of racism throughout his travels yeah. in the South. And um, yeah. it's a story of friendship, which I love, and it's a story of yeah. to try and show what um, racism looked like in the South of America. And it definitely made me check my heart as well regarding just how I view people who are mm. different from me. And um, mm. But I, I just really enjoyed it. I thought it was, it was beautifully made. It had very poignant yeah. moments. It had funny moments where I genuinely laughed out loud. And so this is me just doing a movie review, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> because I loved that's, it. <laughs> that's great. It's good to find movies and recommend movies yeah. that are, yeah, warm, good, positive, helpful, uh, intelligent. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I'll take note. I'll look yeah. out for The Green Book. Yeah. Well, I definitely, if you <laughs> struggle, if anyone struggles, anyone listening along struggles with coarse language and keeping their language not coarse, um, <laughs> that would be the only reason not to watch it. It's got a bit of swearing in it. Um, yes. But yes. It, I, yeah. I genuinely enjoyed the story. It was a great story. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Good to hear, Joe. Uh, mm. Speaking of mm. stories, uh, what's been, what have you been reading in the Bible yes. lately? Ooh, that was a good transition. I like that. Uh, well, the story <laughs> I have been reading today was. Um, is Jephthah the Gileadite in Judges 11. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, yeah. sad okay. story. Yeah. <laughs> sad, and, super And when sad. I read it, I thought, I really don't want to talk about – yeah, I don't want to talk about this in the podcast. This is this is sad. And then I thought, you know, I try not to censor what, I'm, what I bring to the podcast, so I'm just going to tell the story. So Jephthah is a, a man who has um, – a bad parentage, essentially, and so he's kicked out. Instead of being brought into being a leader, he's kicked out and sent away. Then he's brought back to being this leader in Israel in the army, and he goes to fight the Ammonites. And yeah. he's fighting the Ammonites, and there's this whole question of whether God, or the God of Israel, will give him victory over the Ammonites on behalf of Israel, God's people. Yeah. And while he's out fighting, he gives, he makes an oath that whoever, whatever comes out his door, I'll read it verse 31 of chapter 11, whatever comes yeah. out the doors of my house to greet me when I return in peace from the Ammonites will belong to the Lord and I'll offer it as a burnt offering. Anyway, so the, ter- the tragedy is he gets home, he has victory, um, he gets home and the, what he runs out the front door of his house is his daughter, his only child. And it's the story of how he then, essentially keeps his vow and sees that she is um, offered to God as a burnt offering. Mm. Um, mm. 
And I was reading this thinking, oh, I know this story. I know how this goes. But I I hated it again because mm. it just everything about it re- revolts me. Um because a child a child being sacrificed by a father is absolutely not God's design for children. Um, mm. And I, I guess what kept coming back to my mind is why didn't he just break his oath? Why didn't he just not do it? Yeah. Um, and so I looked, yeah. in, I looked into, um, I know there's a really strong theme of keeping your oath. So I've read some from Ecclesiastes and Numbers and Deuteronomy 23. Mm. I just kind of looked up Bible Gateway, like keeping vows essentially. Yeah, yeah. And so I just then I went, okay, well, where does Jesus fit here? And I guess I, all I could think was this is the most horrifying, not the most, this is a truly horrifying moment of sin and the effect yeah. of sin in the world, but also the sinfulness yeah. of this man who makes such a, a rash vow, but also that Jesus would never make a rash vow. He would never make a wrong promise. In fact, all he speaks is goodness and truth. And so I found yeah, comfort yeah. in that. But I don't know. It's just such a yucky part of the Bible and very confronting mm. to read. So I feel sad yeah, yeah. about no, that. I'm totally with you on that one. Um, yeah, it breaks my heart every mm. time I read it. Um, yeah, I love the way that you were spurred on to do some research and thinking um, Yeah, into a, a part of the Bible that causes yeah, a lot of negative feelings and mm. responses. I think that's a really good model. Um. Mm. Yeah, I think for me, uh, this uh, I remember hearing some good stuff from one of my Bible college lecturers, Barry Webb, on this, um, talking about Jephthah as a guy who's always willing and dealing and negotiating and mm. at, thinks that he can negotiate with God um, to get the outcomes mm. he wants and that backfires terribly on him. So mm. um fits a mm. lot as a mm. warning not to try and negotiate with God and like Jesus said, let, just let yeah. your yes be yes, your no be no. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, I think as well that's one thought. I really had to Yeah, I really had to check an instinct to go, God should have rescued this this child and God should have blah blah blah. And rather than directing actually my wrath, my anger at the brokenness that was done, not the good God who made a beautiful world and mm. humanity who sinned. Um and so yeah, that was yeah. a good a good moment for me to say, Oh, sorry God, I got angry yeah. at you when I that that's not that's misplaced so yeah, yeah. Mm. i think um the fact that god himself kept his promises and um endured the yeah. sacrifice of his his son um testifies yes. to god's goodness yeah. and yes. willingness yeah uh to suffer for the sake of his people mm. whom he loves so yeah, yeah there's I, things yeah, we can take I away agree. from it but we can't you, there's always just the the awfulness of um of sin sin and evil I find I find but, Judges uh, one of the mm. the mo- most difficult books in the in the Old Testament and the New Testament as well. I just yeah. find it very very yeah. It's an awful book. In, oh, it's not the book is awful. The the stories are awful. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's the mm. word of God. Every bit is precious. Um, but it's uh, absolutely. Yeah, but it's, it's very confronting. Yeah. Anyway, um, moving on. <laughs> what have you been reading? What have you been reading? Oh, so, something much less confronting, <laughs> something Good. quite friendly. I've been uh, reading a book called The World Next Door, A Short Guide to the Christian Faith mm. by Peter Orr and Rory Shiner. Um, 
The title sounds mm. a little bit like The Universe Next Door, which is an, an older book by James Sire, and the um, uh, mm. Rory and Peter have deliberately tried to echo that title um, in this book. But um, their book is really just about what the, the Christian faith is about. Uh, it's directed at... Um, mm-hmm people who are not yet Christians probably, who are a little bit curious. Um, and what they do is a simple explanation, kind of loosely based around or based around the, the Apostles' Creed, which is a, a good a way as any to kind of present the mm. gospel. And I, I think uh, um, mm. I was really thankful this book. I think um, articulating the gospel in every, every decade, every generation, every year is, is necessary and good. Um, the, the evangelistic mm, or pre-evangelistic mm. books that were good 10, 20 years ago um, don't speak in the same way. I think, yeah, continually refreshing yeah. is really good. So they've, they've done well here. Mm. The uh, Apostles' Creed is um, the uh, about 16 lines that go, it's the one that goes, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Almighty creator of heaven and earth. I believe mm. in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. Um, mm. so that's the value of using the Apostles' Creed, I think, is that, um, this book is quite grounded in history. So the Apostles' Creed is very historic, mm. saying these things actually happened. There was someone called Pilate. There was someone called Mary. Uh, there was an empty tomb. So I think that's a really w- helpful way to share the gospel. Um, mm. and, uh, the style is very, um, just very warm and, um, yeah, there's illustrations every page or two um so easy to keep going Mm. yeah Mm. there's a good one um on uh, page 98 about repentance um which i I thought i might just read because it stuck with me um yeah on the freeway near my house there are exit ramps with large red signs saying wrong way go back they've always struck me as a very direct piece of communication I guess when you are traveling at 100 kilometers per hour, a sign that said, we regret to inform you that the present path on which you are traveling is unsuitable due to the fact that buses regularly travel on the same road at 100 kilometers in the opposite direction to which you are now traveling. That would be a case of too much, too late. Um, the sign the sign has always struck me as forthright and abrupt, but never Joke unloving. Yeah, yeah. So he said, the sign has always struck me as forthright and abrupt, but never unloving. And in the same spirit, Paul gave the Athenians an action. action. Uh, repent. So uh, that's, a, I think, a pretty yeah. good example. Just a slightly humorous style, but it's saying, yeah, actually, repentance, that's, here's a good way to think about it. So, yeah, that's what I've been reading. Yeah. <laughs> we regret to inform you. We regret to inform you you've been going the wrong direction. That is so true. Like, that is great illustration of the concept of repentance in the Bible. Yeah, yeah. I know those signs. Next time I see one of those signs, I'm going to think of repentance. So, um, Yes, so yeah. I definitely recommend it to anyone uh, who'd like a, a good read, a, a fresh reminder of the Christian faith. Um, maybe read it with a view mm. of, is this something I could give away to one of my friends or family members who uh, are looking for something mm. about the gospel? Um, so, uh, yeah, simple, good, uh, recommend it. The World Next Door, a short so guide to the Christian faith. And so, Richard, we're heading into school holidays and we're going to take two two weeks break, mm. you and I, and come back after yeah. school holidays. But um, have you got some plans for reading or what are you thinking? Oh, I'm reading a book on the Puritans at the moment and um, looking to actually read some Puri- Puritan writing. So I expect next term um, our listeners will be hearing a bit about that. Yeah. Anything for you, Joe? Nice. Um, no. I realised after I asked the question – 
you're going to ask me back and I don't, I'm not going to have an answer yet. I am going to read things. I've got a pile of books. I just haven't decided what I'm going to prioritize. So no, no. Yes. watch this space. Well, wait for <laughs> yeah. the frame of mind. Wait for, wait for it to come to you. That's, yeah, that's, uh, right. that's fine. That's exactly but, right. Um, yeah, that's for, exactly right. For our listeners, uh, yeah, if you guys are coming up to holidays in some way or even if your, your say your small group is on break for a bit, um, why not use this time to do a little bit of theological reading? There's many mm. examples you've heard across the podcast. Um, the world next door could be a good one. And, mm. um, yeah, to persevere in, in Bible reading over the holidays, even if uh, routines change a bit. Mm. Mm. Well, lovely to chat to you today, Richard. I will look forward to talking to you again in two weeks. Yeah, look forward to it. All right. Thanks, Joe. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.